0: Welcome to the Friday Five. It's our weekly list of five things you need to know about here on the Agent Survival Guide podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Rupel, and we are just one day away from the first day of spring. Super excited about that. And of course, we are back with a regular episode this week. So let's get started, shall we? Number one. Since our last look at the headlines, President Biden has signed the American Rescue Plan Act of 2021 into law after it passed through House and Senate votes. In addition to stimulus payments and child tax credits, there are a few insurance-related provisions worth citing. Much of that revolves around ACA subsidies, extending benefits to those who do not currently qualify increasing the subsidies for those who do qualify and making sure that individuals who receive unemployment benefits are able to get the subsidies they need in order to obtain health insurance. The bill also included incentives for the states who have not expanded their Medicaid programs to do so, to the tune of increasing their federal Medicaid assistance percentages. Rural hospitals, specifically those serving Medicare and Medicaid beneficiaries, Will see $8.5 billion in funding through something called a look alike provider relief fund. The American Rescue Plan Act also earmarked $3 billion for mental health and substance use disorders, two issues that have been brought into the forefront as the pandemic has worn on. Also notable, COBRA premium assistance for those who have lost their jobs. Health Affairs did a great write up explaining the ACA subsidies in detail. And then Nat Law Review has an excellent summary of all the healthcare related provisions. So we'll be linking to both of those articles in our notes, as well as the official bill. Number two, since the COVID vaccine has become available, we've all been hearing stories about what clinics are doing with their leftover vaccines at the end of the day. The tech mind behind Dr. B heard the stories, too, and decided he could do something about it. Cyrus Musumi was a co-founder of ZocDoc, a service that helps connect consumers with doctors providing the service they need while also taking their insurance. The premise behind Dr. B is simple. Pharmacies and clinics sign up to work with the service, and if they have unused vaccines at the end of the day, they notify the company of how many, and when they expire. Dr. B allows those seeking the vaccine to sign up for a waitlist, inputting pre-existing conditions, name, email, address, and phone number, and that saves you a spot in line. When doses become available, texts go out to the waitlist in order of priority. Users have 15 minutes to respond that they will take the appointment. So far, the service is only up and running at three pharmacies, but according to reports, 200 clinics in 30 states have signed up to utilize the service so far. As a person who is way, way far down on the wait list, I figured I would give the service a shot, no pun intended, so I signed up myself and I will let you know how that goes. I got a confirmation that they received my information, so we will see. If you'd like to read more about Dr. B or sign up yourself, we'll have a link to the write up People Magazine did on the service. As well as the Dr. B website. Number three, also on the subject of the COVID vaccine, what do you do about vaccine hesitancy? That's certainly a concern as the country is ramping up vaccination efforts. Health Management System, or HMS for short, recently put out an article on fierce healthcare that seeks to combat that hesitancy and confusion and offers five tips on how to approach the conversation. It's certainly an area where you want to do your research to make sure you're providing the most timely information possible. I think we can all recall the confusion over masking towards the beginning of the pandemic. But we've come a long way in the year since COVID-19 shut everything down in the U.S., and we know a lot more than what we knew last year at this time. And then the second takeaway that I can relate to is that you might have to take the time to educate. That's a normal thing. Kids always ask why when you tell them to do something, and the because I said so excuse does not work very long. Simply telling someone they need to do something, or worse, yelling it at them, is not the approach you want to take here. When you do your research, cite your facts, be prepared to communicate, and talk about why. Give the person you're talking to time and space to communicate their stance and reasoning as well. For the other tips HMS suggests, check out the link in our episode notes. Number four, we've mentioned many times on this podcast the importance of insurance agents having an online presence. If you haven't listened to those episodes, we will link to them in the notes, but an article I recently read on Inc.com Brought the issue freshly into my mind, and it did a good job of consolidating the things you need to be thinking about as you start out in that endeavor. One of my favorites on the list creating a simple brand identity. Personally, I'm fascinated by the power of branding. If you've been listening for a while, you know I love a good origin story as well. And I love when you hear the story of how a brand came to be, and it's simple yet complex all at the same time. Branding is also a topic we covered previously, so we'll be linking to those episodes in our notes as well. Number five, not going to lie on this one, I was struggling for a fifth piece of news to highlight this week. Some weeks are just like that. And I kept going back and forth with this one, and then I finally decided that it should be included, even if it makes this week's Friday Five even more COVID-heavy. And that's because it's been one whole year since the pandemic began, and we started this whole work-from-home journey. I've recorded 158 episodes during this time. Well, make that 159, including this one. But you've heard my journey chronicled as we've gone through this time together. A few different media outlets put together their own photos, timelines, and articles about this milestone. I have no doubt that we'll be researching the effects of the pandemic for many, many years to come. So lists and articles like these are something that I'm sure we will be seeing on a yearly basis moving forward. Not just as a strictly right now thing. And just a heads up, a lot of these articles were titled One Year Later, so that's not a mistake if you see that a few times in the episode notes as you're looking. I think for me, my three big takeaways from this are, one, that spending time with family is really all that matters. The what, where, and when of all of it is really trivial. We had a lot of fun family moments together with our little tribe, and sometimes I worked so hard to make those moments intentional and plan everything out, and other times it was totally sporadic and serendipitous. That being said, though, I am over the moon to finally see my sister this weekend after more than a year of not seeing her. Second thing, I never want to get shingles again. So managing my stress and mental health has become a serious priority, and I think that's going to be an ongoing journey for many of us. I'm sure I'm not alone in that, and knowing that I'm not alone really helps. And third, change is okay. I'm not sure my OCD will ever let me say that I think it's good, but I've learned that I can deal with change through this whole experience. The pandemic has had this strange effect on time and normalcy, and it just flipped everything around from what I was used to. And it still is having that effect. And I think we'll be living with those repercussions for a while. But change, change is okay. I can mostly deal with it over time. I think a lot of this is easy to look back on. You know, they say that hindsight is 2020, and it is insanely ironic that 2020 was the year we just experienced all of this. So from there, I can't say that I really have a bonus this week. I did end up going down quite the Tamagotchi rabbit hole after my daughter's purchase, And we're currently on our fourth Tama, so that should say something about how that's all going, but we're trying. That's all you can do some days. I hope you have a great weekend. Happy spring to you. Stay healthy and stay safe out there. And we will see you next week. The Agent Survival Guide podcast is a production of Reuter Insurance Marketing. This episode was written and produced by me, Sarah Rupel. Script editing by Brianna Lowe. Artwork by Nick Smith.